Guten Morgens and welcome to Two Up Top. Gav Mack here and Ed Hall over there. How are you, Ed? I'm doing good, mate. It's been a long time. I oh, know. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's like a you you changed somewhat. It looks like you lost a little bit of weight there, son. Yeah, homecoming. Oh, there you go. Look at that. And um, we're going to be looking forward to the weekend's fixtures and looking back at yesterday's result as well. And we'll start there with yesterday's game. Watford uh, going down three one to West Ham United. Now, how big is that result? For West Ham, it's, it's, it's massive. I think West Ham now will stay up. I mean, I think well, they mathematically can still go down, can't they? Yeah, they um, they can still go down mathematically, yes. But the the chances are are pretty pretty slim now. I think that, that because like look look at it this way: West Ham winning that game, depending on how results go the other way, they don't need to put a big strength, like a really strong side out against uh, Aston Villa on the last day of the season as you, well. You so. expect results to go their way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like the, the games that are coming up with the teams that are knocking around the bottom, it's not looking, it's not looking good. I mean, like the, the graphic that I've got is actually, it's technically old because it hasn't got yesterday's result on. But the other games that are there, so Brighton, they're, they're safe. They're safe. Math- mathematically, they're not, but they they are safe. Uh, West Ham have got United away and Villa at home. West uh, Watford have got Man City at home, Arsenal away. Bournemouth have got Southampton at home, which we'll be looking at that game in a short while against uh, against uh, against Southampton. And then they've got Everton away on the last day of the season. And then Villa, as mentioned, they've got Arsenal at home and um, West Ham away. So there's a lot of there's a lot of games yeah. that. You expect to go a particular way, but you're just not. You're not sure. It can, it's uh, it's definitely a tough one. Out of interest, who do you want to go down? Who do I want to go down? I did want yeah. West Ham to go down. In fact, I wanted West Ham and Watford to go down. But yeah. um, West Ham, you know, they pulled it out a little bit. Really enjoying Suchek came out of nowhere. Um, Mikel Antonio is scoring goals for fun at the moment. He scored the opener yesterday and that's now, what, 170 goals in his last four games for, for Mikel Antonio <laughs> as well. So he's, do, he's, do, he's doing pretty well. He's doing pretty well. And, uh, and Declan Rice, it's nice to see Declan Rice get on the score sheet. It's nice, to, it's nice to know he'll still be in the Premier League in some way or another. I mean, if yeah. West Ham got relegated, he was always going to get moved. But... It's not nice to see him shine for once because he's on the receiving end of some heavy hammerings. Yeah, exactly that. I'm, I'm a big fan. Right, um, let's have a look at some of the, the games today. Um, Norwich versus Burnley. That's happening today. Uh, Norwich, they're already down. Burnley haven't really got anything to play for. Um, so, yeah, that game is live on on Sky Sports at 5.30 today. Now, this is only the second time that these two sides have faced each other in the Premier League. The first one, obviously, being early on this season. So there's not really much much on the top-flight form that we could look at, but from the outside looking in, what do you think of this game? It's just a swan song for the season, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Burnley really are the template, or a template, of what to do when being promoted to the Premier League. You know, mm. Burnley have solidified themselves as a Premier League side, whereas Norwich have broke the record for being relegated from the Premier League the most times. I think it's five times. Yeah. Um, so it, it's two two completely different ends of the spectrum, really. But um, I, mean, I was, I was about to. 
Yes, they have. I mean, like they're, they're scratching on the door of Europe, really, aren't they? But um, I haven't really had a chance to speak to you about it. I spoke to some of the other uh, some of the other boys that present the show with this. But uh, in terms of Norwich, you know, we know they've gone down. They 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 didn't really yeah. tactically make any any changes to try and help themselves out. But are there any players in particular that you look at, at Norwich and think, yeah, you're you're a bit of a player? If you asked me the third weekend, I would have told you. Sorry, I would have told you. Was it Pookie? Yeah. He told me the third week of the season. But um, it seemed to just be a little moment at Faded. But I mm. think Cantwell. It has to be Cantwell. Mm. Yeah, I'm a big so, fan of Cantwell. What about Bundia? Do do what do you think of Bundia? I don't think he'll stay. I, I think his kind of destination will be whoever survives this year's relegation, in truth. Mm. I don't think none of the big hitters will be coming in for him. But for example, if a if a Bournemouth fingers crossed, because I do have a soft spot for Bournemouth, stayed up, I think he'd go somewhere like that. Yeah, fair enough. Let's have a look at Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth versus Southampton. That's on Sunday, which uh, we're looking forward to. Um, I would categorically say that it would be a Southampton win until Bournemouth with that shock result against Leicester last week and that I felt that they were very unfortunate against City during the week as well. So, Bournemouth might just be finding form just at the right time. The problem is they're coming up against Danny Ings. He's just hit the 20-goal mark. Um, yeah. Danny Ings is going to be shooting for that golden boot. Whether he gets it or not is, you know, up for debate. But if you're playing Bournemouth, you're backing to get a couple of goals. But, yeah, and also Southampton, they've picked up more. Um, they've picked up twenty-eight points away from home this season, which is a club record for them in the Premier League. Really? I think it might be a club record for them in top-flight football. I'd have to double-check that, but for in terms of the Premier League, one hundred percent, that that is a, that is a record for them. And um, you've only got you have to give Southampton credit for sticking by their manager as well, because most clubs, without hesitation, after losing nine 0 at home, would have sacked their manager the very next day. Yeah, yeah. Not so they've done. They've done pretty well to to stick by. Look, freak results happen. You know, Arsenal got tonked eight two by by United once upon a time. Do you know what I mean? And you know, it would have been a freak decision. Really? Yeah. Like the iconic games of Premier League era. Yeah, and that comes up. It's like, oh, wonderful. Yeah, but you know, things like that happen. And for instance, in in that in that United game, Man United had six shots on uh, had nine shots on target that day. And eight of them went in the back of the net. So a couple of penalties, a couple of free kicks as well. So, you know. You had Van Persie then, didn't you? I think he scored one of them. It was the first time Arsenal had scored more than one goal away at Old Trafford in so the Premier really League. It, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, Tottenham versus Leicester. <laughs> Tottenham yeah. versus Leicester. That's also that's also tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to that game. This game has so much on it. Now, Tottenham, they can't get. A, a, a Champions League spot anymore. The highest they can finish now is sixth because of results that happened the other way. But in terms of Leicester, Leicester really need to win this because there are some big games. I yeah, I, I, I want Leicester to win it. You know, they've, they've had that time in the middle of the season where they just sort of fell apart really and they haven't really recovered so much. They've I'm only won two of their last seven. Your top four by now. What's that, sorry? I think if it wasn't for COVID-19, they would have secured top four football by now. I yeah. actually believe that. It's, um, but they are now up against an incredible Man United side at the moment. 
they look ruthless and you've, you'd you'd bet if you was a betting man you'd probably bet on United considering they have to play each other based on form and the fact Leicester are away at Tottenham and Harry Kane scored two the other day mm-hmm. so you know maybe he's coming back getting back into full fitness but, there's every chance as well that the if results go their way Man United versus Leicester the last day of the season both teams will need to draw to guarantee top four so it could be some some dodgy inquisition happening and uh, in looking, terms of goal difference in terms of because uh, it, it won't matter in terms of uh, who comes third or who comes fourth um, because but you don't know you don't longer have to go into the qualifier stage of the Champions League in fourth spot either so something I think Liverpool was the last team to do that against yeah Arsenal. but like um, yeah the the only yeah, if, if results go the, the, the way that they want them to, the last day of the season, both teams will guarantee the Champions League spot with a point. And it's like, I think, what was it? I think it was like Euro, the Euros in 1976. It was like Czechoslovakia versus West Germany or something like that. Similar situation yeah. happened and they were literally just like just passing the ball sideways, square. Didn't really matter. Both teams were going up. So, yeah, and Tottenham, yeah, they've been beaten in their last four games winning three and drawing one. So there is every chance that, you know, with Leicester's dodgy form that they could, could get a result out of this. Um, let's have a look at some FA Cup Do you think stuff. if Leicester don't get oh. top four, they lose players like Madison? Um, there is a chance. There is a chance. But... I because all the talk before wasn't it about Madison joining Man United now Man United don't need that sort of player anymore Man United don't need a, a Grealish or a Madison because I think that a lot of the argument was can Pogba and Bruno Fernandes play together in the same midfield and the answer is yes it's been proven so I, I don't think that they need to go out and, and find someone like that. Maybe Ndidi might go on the move if Man United get, Premier, uh, get Champions League and Leicester miss out you know, if Leicester get Champions League, then yeah, there's they, they could just go on and strengthen, I think. And but I don't really think they need to strengthen like, much. Very efficient in the Champions League. I've always thought that because even when they was in the Champions League the first time round and was unfortunate against Atletico Madrid, they were really solid. I thought they were quite unlucky against Atletico, to be honest. They was very unlucky against yeah. Atletico. There was, a, there was a few chances where they could have like doubled their lead and uh, and uh, then missing out. I think they lost, was it 3-1 in the end? And it's like... Oh. A questionable penalty, if I remember. Like... Yeah. Yeah, so they were very unlucky. Very unlucky. Um, but yeah, I, I want Le- I want Leicester to, to get it and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. There's only a couple of games left in the, in the season. But um, yeah, it's also FA Cup weekend. So uh, today... Arsenal versus Manchester City. That game is on the telly box later on um, on BT Sport. Kickoff seven forty-five. Um, now, this game I don't think is a foregone conclusion as much as many people will think. Um, Arsenal of oh, keep putting the ticker on. We'll stop putting the ticker on. There we go. So yeah, Arsenal. They've won their their last three FA Cup semi-finals against Man City and most recent one in 2017 and that was a time when City were on a bit of a rampage as well I don't know what it is Arsenal find a way of playing against Man City in in the um, in the FA Cup and if City do go ahead and win this every team that Arsenal have lost to at a semi-final stage have gone on to win the FA Cup did you know that? I did not know that I, I definitely don't think it's 
it's set in stone. City will obviously be favourites, and it's not like you're you don't have talented players. You have very very talented players, so you can you can hurt anyone on any day. But I think if City play to that minimum level, they can. Mm. They'll naturally win because I think City are, are gunning to. They've just had their ban overturned. They're going to be mm. playing Champions League football. They mm-hmm. won the League Cup, if I remember. Yeah. So if they so, win the FA Cup and the Champions League, they'll be saying we've had a more successful year than Liverpool. Yeah. And it, you couldn't really argue with that. No, well, tro- trophies. Yeah, trophies uh, are what you're judged on at the end of your career. So much. Think, Do you know what I mean? I so think, that's why they put so much effort in the League Cup. Yeah. I mean, they always play a fully strong side in the League Cup. Like they, yeah. they've spiced up with Phil Foden before he, he will be a regular next season. But I, I wouldn't say so. that playing the kids, is it? But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um I I would like to I would like to see um I would like to see City win the Champions League to be honest because it is a is a new name on there and it keeps it in Angleterre the only English side that I don't want to see win the Champions League is Tottenham to be honest um and then the well uh, yeah thank you for that last season appreciate it and then yeah. tomorrow uh, which is going to be part of our watch long we have got a watch long tomorrow uh, so you will be able to see us chatting about Manchester United versus. Chelsea, and that is tomorrow. Yeah, so that game kicks off at uh, at six pm live on BBC One. Now, Manchester United, as you uh, just click that graphic in uh, in error, but I will be showing it right now. Are unbeaten in all competitions since the twenty second of January. Wow, good record, isn't it? How old was I there? Twenty (laughs) two. Back in the day when you were younger, um, but so, but yeah, so Man United and especially in the league, they're they're really loving life. And Chelsea have been a bogey side for Manchester United over the years. This this year is the first time they've actually done the double over Chelsea. Four 0 opening game of the season, wasn't it? Four 0 opening game of the season, yeah, which is which is a big surprise. I thought I didn't think that game was a four 0 game though. I thought Chelsea were quite unlucky in that. It didn't really well, tell the whole story. Maybe yeah, I'm remembering wrong. No, no, no you're right. Chelsea threat now. Chelsea look stronger than at the start of the season, and the players are coming in next season. I think I personally think they'll challenge next season. Yeah, um, I think so too. Alongside Man United, um, whether they get top four or not, I think they are improving as a side. But I would just that like is the top four for next season. Yeah, I'm not fond of both these teams on a personal level, but this is actually one of my favourite fixtures in English football. I, mm. I, I do love a good Man United Chelsea. Um, yeah, they they always something to them. Yeah, and um, you know, there's there's a lot on it, you know, because at the end of the day, this is this is Frank's first opportunity at winning a major trophy. Um, you know, Solskjaer has been in other tournaments and he's he's won the he's won leagues before as a manager, just not at uh, not at Manchester United, of course. So this is a real test of character for for Chelsea, and I think that there might be a little bit of fear the fact that they have lost both times to Man United. Uh, this season. In fact, they've played three times, I think. They're playing in the League Cup, I think. I, have to oh, I, that. I think I think it'll go the opposite way. I think the fact they've lost twice and they now sit above Man United in the Premier League, Frank will be saying, we can push on from here. They know they know that next year they're going to, they could win a trophy. They could win a trophy, Frank's first trophy. I think Man mm. United will win because I think Martial looks deadly at the moment and Rashford's <laughs> always consistent. They're, they're looking... But, 
absolutely dangerous. Those 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 three. Even if you if you stick uh, Mason Greenwood into the into the equation. See, that's the thing. Mason Greenwood, I expect to be in my fantasy team next year. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> they're going to. Um, they're on the earth. Both teams are on the earth, and that's why it's such an exciting fixture. Mm. Um, both of the, both of the fans will be confident, and I don't think they'll be too disappointed if they lost either. No, as long as it's not a slap in, as long as they both sides put in a good yeah. performance, I don't think there'll be anyone that will be too disappointed on the whole. Obviously, you want to go out and win the title, but uh, win win the trophy. But I don't think there'll be too much hatred or or um, drama amongst the fans if their mm-hmm. team loses. Um, so that's it, really. Um, we're back tomorrow with the watch along, and then we're also out on Monday with the reviews of everything that's happened over this weekend and looking forward to the midweek games. But for myself and Ed Hall, thank you very much, everybody. Enjoy your weekend and ta-ra.